Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, he, she, and they, welcome to the Three Count Podcast. This is your guest for the evening, Mike Caldwell. Well now, by this time you've figured it out that this is uh, not like now entering ring where you get these big, elaborate, cool, super intros, but you do get this badass intro because, you know, this is a man who leads you up the mountain called Wrestling That's Right. It is Clifford Red Dog Miller, your Sherpa for the day, the evening, whenever you're listening to this, the morning, you know, the early morning, depending on how early you get up, or even if it is late night, this is your ASMR wake-up call. Anyway... It's never about me, but this is about the person who's now entering. He has been here before. We have talked to him numerous times. He even has his own favorite Teddy. But this is the man representing Buzzsaw Championship Wrestling, and this is Mike Caldwell. Thanks for the introduction, Cliff. Yo, it has been awesome. We were chatting right before, and you had mentioned that when we did the original interview, we did it on Skype, and I was like, oh, my God, we have done so much other stuff since Skype. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, that was almost like two years ago. I was like, well, man, it's so glad to have you back on the show, though, where we get to chat it up. I know you dropped me a lot of, like, the results and stuff that happened, like, on your shows, and then I get to read them out on the uh, the live podcast, which is a lot of fun. By the way, thank you for always sending those results over, too. Um, I appreciate yeah. the read. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. It was a lot of fun. Like, every time I pop on and, and talk about it, it's like uh, – Chaz and I get all excited because we're like, dude, someone's actually sending us results to their shows and we get to read them. <laughs> but uh, how you been? Man, any better I'd be twins. It's 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 good. I'm I'm blessed right now. I'm I really am. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot cool, man, because like seeing the things that are going on like all throughout North Texas. Um, and then getting, you know, having you um, kind of be our, I guess, our voice out there. Because, like, I know a lot of people have, like, come back to us and, and asked us about the podcast and asked us for interviews. So thank you so much for, like, helping us spread the good word of the Three Count Podcast in Texas. Well, right now, you're, it, it's a quid pro quo, man. You're scratching my back. I'm scratching yours. In <laughs> fact, cheap plug, the Three Count Podcast is one of our sponsors for our events in Seminole, Texas. Hey, that's so lit. Hey, uh, so let's let's talk about it, man, because like it's it's been almost two years since you've been on. And the one thing I did, and full transparency for people who are like trying to figure all this out, um, Mike and I we started this, uh, our relationship like a couple years ago. But it was so cool, like you actually um, asked me to critique one of your matches, which I was very honored, and like. I sent back like a lot of info and then I know I come to you and I'm always asking for advice too and just kind of bouncing off of you. But I thought it was so cool because you were actually next to Chaz. You're the first person to ask me to actually watch a match. And I was like, I'm learning (laughs) as I'm like teaching along. And I was, I was so honored that you asked me to do that. Well, everybody needs to be able to have a, have a different eye for it. And the fact is, you can get you can get anybody to actually sit down and critique your match do so because i mean they're going to they're going to see things that other people don't see you know not everybody's going to see the same things and you know i've been in this business for 23 years now and you know 
there's always things that need to be improved on and everybody, everybody can do so. Yeah. It's definitely cool that like, I, I, like I said, I was like able to, to, to just kind of be a different set of eyes. Uh, we're not going to talk about them here. You guys don't get those. That's okay. That's A to B conversations. Y'all got to see the <laughs> way out. But, uh, no, so aside from that, man, like I see Buzzsaw Championship Wrestling is just stretching and growing and learning and, and building like this massive movement. And a few of the guys have actually come to our show and been on our show. Everybody from Wildcat to Gino Told You So, Gypsy, uh, James, T- uh, Jason Taylor, like the list goes on and on and on. So I'm just curious, like what's what's the moves? What's the growth? What, what are we looking at doing next uh, in terms of like building up the future for BCW? Well, right now we're we're building we're, we're building three different towns. We've been building Guthrie, Oklahoma, for the last I want to say eight years. Uh, that that's going so strong. That's uh, that's Terry Pantera. He's a wonderful guy. He's been my mentor since 1999. Everything's real good on that. Uh, their next event is going to be October 7th. I believe it is. And no, October 8th, pardon me. And the main event that has been announced for that is uh, international superstar super beast, which is the BCW heavyweight champion will be going against GCW's Sam Stackhouse and control your narratives, Kurt Gannon for the main event. Damn. That's a massive, massive, uh, main event that you could throw together, especially when you get different promotions getting to work with each other to like set something like that. Oh, that's huge. It absolutely is. So my thing for you is as a, as a promoter and as a booker and as a worker, like what are your things that you look for to like help, uh, bring in new talent? Well, first and foremost, you got to look for guys that are going to follow instructions. You know, somebody sends you a message on, on uh, whatever social media platform says, Hey, I w- I'd like to be able to come in and help or, or do whatever and stuff like that. And you ask them, okay, I want you to email me a resume. Now, first and foremost, we give them the email address. And the first test is if they send something to the email address, they go on to the next step. If they send you something via social media or the platform that you're already talking on, they didn't follow instructions. So it happens to be just one of those things where it's a little bit of a process of elimination right there. Got to be able to do what your promoter asks you to, whether it be do a promo, send something, send an email promote on social media if if you've got a phone call or a newspaper ad or whatever that needs that they need somebody to come and talk for if they if they send you to it you just got to do what they ask you to i do like that and it's it's you would think it's like so simple but you would see how many people just choose not to follow like the instructions that would be given out like it's just very weird to me that like you could ask someone to do something and they're just like, yeah, cool. Uh, nah, <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like for you, like, uh, as, 
so okay well then let's talk about the process right so if someone hits you up they send you the email right usually we'll be the next step would someone like send you a promo like what do you do you ask for like photos what do you how does that work out well i'd like you know i like to see i'd like to see promo uh promos first and foremost because i i like to be able to know that somebody's going to be able to be out there and promote themselves whenever i'm considering somebody you know regardless of what their price is the thing you want to be, be able to have is somebody that's actually going to put in their worth you know if this guy's going to if if the wrestler a is going to charge you a hundred dollars and he's just going to sit on his hands and, and and let you do all the work what's the point in having him yeah you're going to have him wrestle that match but you also have to you also have to have somebody that's going to be willing to you know hey i'm going to i'm going to put eight to 10 people in the seats just on my own or more, you know, I'm out to make money. First and foremost, I'm out to make money. And you would want the wrestlers to be out to make money. So if you don't promote your brand, then what's the point on both sides of that, both outlooks on that. Right. That definitely makes a lot of sense. Like I think, I think, like, at the end of the day, what we have to remember is that, like, hey, yo, this is a money, this is money-driven business, and if you're not bringing in fans, then you're really not doing what you want to do. You're just kind of like, hey, promote me, push me, and uh, it's it's definitely, you would definitely have to get out of the mindset, and you have to go get, like, you have to go put that work in, you know, similar to what you're saying. Exactly. So what do you so what do you look for from like a wrestler? Let's say you you're talking to a wrestler, right? And they tell you they they've been in the business for just over two years. Like, what are the expectations that you're looking for from that person? Like, as they're like getting into the business, you know, I you know I've I've pushed I've brought people in that have been been in six months. You know, the deal is I want somebody that's going to one be willing to help. You know. Uh, Bob, Bob Evans says it best, you know, serve first, you know, I want somebody that's going to be able to come in and go, Hey, what can I do to help you out? Where, where do we need to go from here? What, what's the next step? You know, we don't mind telling people what's going on and helping and helping out, but they, I, I want, I'm looking for somebody that's actually willing to, you know, go above and beyond and be able to, uh, be a be a go-getter i like that i like that just be proactive um exactly okay so you know i this one thing that i kind of look at too because like i'm trying to figure out like what's the next steps for me right as far as like a worker goes and i've been looking and and talking to other people and just kind of picking brains and trying to figure out uh taking my notebook around and just making tons and tons of notes uh, and it's it's weird because like I feel like sometimes like I just hit like this uh, this wall of like trying to figure out where do you where do I go as a character where do I go as a wrestler how do I grow to get people's attention and that's where I guess like as a promoter like how do you see those things and as a worker like how do you reach out to different areas that you maybe never worked before and how do you break through that glass ceiling that you may or may not have set above your head? Well, I mean there's, I mean, you get, if, if somebody's willing to actually, you know, 
do the drives, you know, do what needs to be done to, to get on a card and uh, stuff like that, then there's, you know, there's usually room for them. Um, I, you know, have seminars, you know, say for instance, we're bringing in super beast in October. So super beast is going to have a, uh, he's going to have a seminar. It costs, you know, whatever, 25 bucks, whatever. And, you know, I like to be able to see, see people that are, that'll come in for that. Hey, you go in, you pay attention, you do, you learn something and then, Hey, this guy, this guy got stuck in traffic or his, what the common thing is now is like, Hey, my wife got COVID. We just got a spot on the card. This guy showed up. He was willing to learn. He sat there and he listened, listened to one of my guys and go through everything and try to help him get better. I'm going to give this guy a chance. Right on. I think that's like an important thing too. Cause I know like a lot of veterans always talk about like, you know, eyes open, ears open, mouths closed and take notes. Right. And I feel like, uh, that's like the one thing that I, I know for myself, like, I try to make all those drives as many as I can, whether it's like, you know, two and out or like 30 minutes away to five and a half hours away, which I don't enjoy those drives, but I do them because <laughs> I don't know of anybody who wants to do like six, seven hour drive uh, there and back, like 12 hours altogether. But uh, yeah. no, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm starting to understand and learn and grow within like the business and like, I see everybody willing to want to like come out and help uh, and help develop you as like, not just like a wrestler, but also as like a person, they want to help like grow you. Um, one thing I, I, I think it's, it's crazy. is just like, you have certain people in, into the world that like politic and while you're trying to learn, this person's like trying to like get over by like, Hey, I'm friends with that person. Let me uh, just rub my elbows here and, and talk about why I deserve this spot versus that person. And, it's it's taxing because sometimes what you end up seeing is that you do get pushed over so that this person get, can get pushed up. Yeah. Well, another deal is we are physical actors. Being professional wrestlers, we are physical actors. So whatever role we get into, whether it be, hey, you're going to go out there and do a five-minute squash with this guy right here, or – Hey, we're going to put you in the main event. You're going over. You're going to be the next champion. It doesn't matter anywhere down the card, back and forth on that. You know, you're 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 going out there to do a job, one way or another. And you got to do that to the best of your ability. Yeah, and I I agree. I love that. that's why I think for me as as a worker, like I'm just happy being wherever I am on the card. Uh, I do like. Like, I do like being told, like, hey, you're going to work this person a couple, like, if you're going to book me, just tell me who I'm working. So that way I can, if I, you know, whatever you're going to need after that, like, if you want me to cut promos or if you want me to do whatever, it's, it's weird when I don't like hear back from a promoter, like a promoter will ask me, like, they'll slide in my DMs. Hey, we want you to work on this day. Are you available? Sure. Bet. We got you booked. Cool. Can you tell me who I'm working? We don't know. <laughs> I'm like, 
All right. I guess I won't cut a promo yet. I'll just kind of wait. I saw I always I try to gather a lot of information so that way I can do a lot of research too. So that way when I go and meet somebody for the first time, I'm not like, you know, like, I don't know. I, I don't want to look because it legitimately says in our name, we're professional wrestlers and I'm trying to be a professional and understand who the person I'm working with is and what they do and how they learn and, and what I can do to help either A, get their character over or B, you know, if, if a person's like, well, we want you to go over on this person. Cool. What's a way that I can still help protect their character, but still help them, but still get myself over at the same time. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. But uh, we'll say a little bit of advice for you. If you don't know who you're working, you can still always cut a promo. Say, hey, I'm going to be there. I know I've got a match. They're not going to tell me who I'm, who, I'm, who I'm wrestling yet. But by God, whoever, gonna, whoever is going to come out there, they're going to have a fight on their hands. And then you got a promo. You're promoting yourself. I like that. I like that. And I, I do need to keep that mindset. Like... <laughs> And on guard and keep it pushing. <laughs> you know, and also you sit there, you get in your head. I'm working, I'm working, you know, Joe Garcia or whatever. I'm working this guy. And, you know, then all of a sudden he has a death in the family and he, he can't make it. So then everything that you've, you've had that you're prepared for, then we got to change the story on. So why not just try to get yourself over and try to try to put it put it in something where, hey, I'm gonna be there. This is what's gonna happen. I do like that. And it's funny because like for my character, especially the way like I, I do promos and stuff like that, I definitely wanna start doing like at the end when you put up like the title card, you know, and everybody's like, Oh, you know, like here's like Red Dog at BCW at this place, at this time, at this date. And I, it's just like, just a random voiceover for myself be like, card subject to change. To get you exactly or doing that. Because I think it's a lot of fun to like, kind of break that fourth wall. And like, just, I know people, people tell me, they frown on it so much. But I was like, but that's my character. Like, that's how he gets over. You know, he knows. Okay. Here's a, here's a viewpoint for you. I like how I like how you do promos. I like how everything goes. You have a character, okay? What you're trying to do is you're trying to to appeal to your audience. So, you know, you go out there and you do a promo and you're doing something different than everybody else. Like uh you you had the one where you were writing a letter. <laughs> yeah. And uh <laughs> And having having the voiceover in your head talking about getting canceled and this and that and you know it's like hey these are the kind of things we actually think about I like this guy I'm gonna go see him I'm gonna go check him out yeah, the, the, the amount you, of you're relatable the amount of like people sliding into my Instagram DMs like legitimately asking how to get canceled was the most <laughs> ridiculous thing I've ever had happen. <laughs> it was so much fun. I was One of like, these days, somebody's going to end up doing a, doing a deal saying a thousand and one ways to get canceled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll be, and I'll be for it. And you know what? I'll like, I would love to just like slide in and just help out with that too. <laughs> we, I think the other part too, because I don't know uh, when this, when this comes out, uh, people will see 
that uh, Red Dog Stotts have been dropping. It's probably been a couple weeks now. Uh, but <laughs> Red Dog Stotts uh, are like, I think that's like my new my new high right now. Like I love waking up Wednesday morning knowing I'm going to cut this video and then dropping it and just seeing everybody's reactions over like why Red Dog is coming out with these random ass thoughts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so uh let's let's chop it up. Let's change it up from me to you. Uh I know Mikey has been like growing and doing his thing and what what is the the look and the growth that you're planning on having with your character and your push? Um well with my character that's I mean that's in different promotions cuz right now well BCW I don't I I'm too busy to be to be wrestling and and promoting at the same time i know there's other promoters that do so and i have no idea how they do it because it's <laughs> it's 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 either one or the other you gotta i don't i don't know how else to put it but in the other promotions right now i, I mean i can go back and forth with what i'm doing i'm trying to stay towards my stories and do whatever the promoter needs me to do and right now in uh one of the promotions in uh, Lubbock, I've got a, I've, I've, the promoter wants to see a progression. So we're, we're working on a, we're working on a story that's going to get me from, from point A to point B and being to where I'm going to have a change where it's going to be like Professor Hulk, so to speak. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. That sounds that sounds like a cool journey to see uh, play out. Because like I think the one thing that that needs to be told right is that because listen, like I totally understand too. Like Red Dog is going to have to have some kind of changes that happen, right? Whether he gets fed up about people laughing at him all the time, or he understands that like sometimes he's got to be more serious and focus on the serious side of things, and like he changes to be more serious. I know those things are going to come. And I, 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 that's why I love looking at people's journeys and like looking at other people who, you know, may have gotten into an accident and believe that their bear talks to them or they just like find something, they find something uh, totally different. I just love watching the, the progression happen with people's characters and just like understanding where they're coming from or where, where they came from or where they're going. Well, that's that's the beauty of this business. I mean, we got, we got so much going on and with, with all the audiences that we have nowadays, I mean, you have, you have your different flavors of ice cream, you know, some people, some people are going to like the old school deal where it's this guy versus this guy. And they're going to go out there and they're going to have a good wrestling match. And then you have other people that they want to see, they want to see the characters. They want to see the guy that goes pew pew and all of that good stuff. And uh, then you got, then you got those other other ones that they they're there to see furniture get exploded and, and barbed wire and blood and everything else. You know, you're not going to be able to please everybody all at once. But you, I mean, there's so much, so many flavors of ice cream to go through. You know, and there's not necessarily a right way to do it. No, that's very true. It's very true. Baskin Robbins has 31 flavors, and I don't think 
I like all 31 flavors. <laughs> exactly. But uh, so as far as like the promotion side of things and like growing, like what's like one of the biggest challenges that you have uh, promoting? Um, man, there's all kinds of challenges. Um, you got you, going and getting sponsors, making sure, making sure everything's taken care of, uh, getting the word spreaded. You go out and you, you're putting posters up and the, by the time you drive from one end of town, you're driving back by and you look over at the place that you just you just, they just told you you could put two posters up, one on each door and they're, they're already torn down because they, they waited till you left and they just scraped them off. And it's a, it's a frustrating thing. And it, it, I mean, being able to get out to your community and be able to build something is, is very difficult. Yeah. I can imagine. Cause like one thing I do love is like, if you can get a town to buy in, to like the wrestling side of things like the shit grows so quickly like i've seen uh like up here with uh different promotions but one in particular i think about acw like they they turn out like two to three hundred people a show every month and it's crazy but they get all the talents to buy in and just like come out and see the show and hang out with us and stuff like that and i, I think a lot of credit goes to uh, a lot of wrestlers who are in those areas that can help grow, like get the community to be behind them. But I think it's also goes back to like, it should be up to like the wrestlers that are in those communities to like build those relationships up too. Cause like one man can't build an entire empire. Like it takes many hands to get that building going and rolling in the right direction. So it's interesting to see when I see like people like uh, I'll put names out there, like sicken, right who recently they just had a show in Sykesville, which is his hometown. And he was just like all over the place. Like, you know, he was in the local Walmart area, just hanging out flyers and like getting people interested in the show. And he was going to different, like different local uh, boys and girls clubs and getting those people hyped up to be a part of their show. And so it was definitely cool to see that. Like a lot of people wanted to come out and see the show on a Sunday afternoon when, they could be doing anything, but they wanted to come watch wrestling because this one dude got them all hyped up to come watch them. Yep, exactly. And that's one of the things that being a promoter, that's one of the things you really want to look for is those guys that have that kind of drive. You know, those are the guys that are going to be those you want to get pushed. That's that's one of the ways to do it. I definitely, definitely agree because I could definitely see like how so many people like can grow and that's and that's for him too like you know this he went to high school there he had a lot of friends that are like we're going to be a part of that but i've seen him go to other places where like people just want to come watch the show and then he just gets them hyped for out of nowhere like i know uh this saturday so for those who are watching you'll this will be already passed but the, <laughs> the saturday coming up we're going to be attached to asylum and then the following week we're going to uh the following day we'll be at a, i'll be at honorary wrestling in uh lewistown and uh I know people will be excited to watch this at Asylum because, again, Sicken is going to be there. And I know Sicken, like, gets everybody hyped up about coming out to Western Pennsylvania to watch uh, Asylum. So he's very well known inside of the Maryland, Delaware, Virginia 
Pennsylvania area, which is really weird because I'll be talking to a random wrestler and they're like, yeah, oh, so you know Sicken. I'm like, yep, I know that guy. <laughs> so listen, uh, one thing that I kind of want to ask uh, before we get into uh, pin submit DQ, right, is I was talking to Rick easily, and he was talking about how he develops his storylines going back from the from the hit where he wants characters to go all the way to the front, right? So I want to ask you, when you go to promote or to book your guys, do you start from the front or do you start from the back? <laughs> well, usually you want to you want to start. I mean, it's just like a match. You go up, you go up, and you know what your finish is. You know where you're going to end up being. Now you got to backtrack and find out how you're going to end up getting there and create that roadmap. It's uh, always it's always good to know where you're going. You know that's that's another thing. Another thing that we look for in, in guys that are that you talk to is the hey, uh, I mean Gino being being a perfect example. Whenever whenever uh, talking back and forth to him, it's like hey, okay, I get it. This is where you, where you want to be right now, but where are we going with this? Where where what is our end game? Where are we going in, in one year? Where are we going to be? And then you get to back you get to backtrack through that. And then develop the story and have trials and tribulations along the way. I like that. I like that a lot. And then, you know, one thing I do like is when we when people talk about like the aspects of putting a match together, you know, you want to put the crowd into a roller coaster. You want them to have like the highs and lows, like, you know. So I definitely love this the the idea of building a story similar to how you build a wrestling match. And I I ask that question because I'm like Usually when I talk to promoters, they're like, I'm thinking about the show one year from now. I'm like, that's a long ways away. <laughs> and then you realize it's not really that long. <laughs> because I feel like it's only yesterday that I just I started in, uh, in the business. And it's now almost two and a half years later. And I'm just like, where, where did the time go? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like you said yourself, you're 23 years. I'm pretty sure you're probably like, it's been 23 years. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I, I even knew that is I ended up having to do the math the other day on a different podcast, the Working Fans Podcast, whenever I was on there. And they asked me, and I was like, oh, hell, uh, 33 and a third chances to win. And... Samoa Joe and everything else and doing Steiner math, trying to figure it all out. And <laughs> by the time I sit there and figured it out, the other, the, the guy that was hosting Dave, he, had, he actually had it all, had it all figured out for me. And I was like, man, has it been that long? <laughs> I definitely, uh, I definitely understand. <laughs> So, all right, we're going to move into one of my favorite games uh, on the Three Count Podcast. People know because we have, you know, the Red Dogs Power Rankings, which are usually right there. You also have, you know, the Ten Count, uh, ten, Three Count Podcast, Ten Count Questions, 
But for this show in particular, we have a new game. It is called Pin Submit DQ. And there's uh, Caldwell. This is how it works. I'm going to fire off three sets of names. You got to pin one, submit one, or DQ one. Okay. I'll see if I can make that happen. All right, so we're gonna go. We're gonna start with the tag team division, okay? And uh, this is a little bit on the old school side, right? So we have the Mega Powers, we have LOD, and we have the Nasty Boys. Let's see, well, Nasty Boys are definitely gonna get DQ'd because of the fact they always they they're so nasty. They're as nasty as they want to be. So you're gonna end. They're gonna end up using some foreign objects. <laughs> uh, Hawk and Animal Man. You you would have to go with Pinfall on that one because I mean just having the ability to pin those guys that would be such a rush. <laughs> like what you and then you're looking it. at you're looking at the Mega Powers, which is just unbelievable guys that never say die never quit everything else i still don't believe hulk hogan has ever actually submitted so that would be that would be a very nice feather in somebody's cap facts 100 <laughs> percent. so let's move into round two uh all of these guys are brothers and uh we're gonna start with bubble ray devon and spike well, I think we're going to DQ Bubba because obviously he's getting a table. <laughs> and uh, we'll go ahead we'll go ahead and pin Devon. And uh, Spike just It'd be so easy to just tear him up into a pretzel, man. He's so such a little bitty guy. <laughs> but he's so tough. That's like the problem. <laughs> hey, but but that's just another thing. You you got to got to go with the people that never say die. He, he has a little bit of a pit bull attitude. Really does. Like when he got. He got choke slammed out by Undertaker. I was like, oh my God, that's so brutal. <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump into the last round, and these names may sound kind of familiar. Uh, we have got Wildcard, Gino Told You So, and Justin Taylor. Okay. <laughs> well. I've been in the ring with two out of three of those guys. Um, Gino, he's a, he's he's a dirty player himself. He's got the powder. He's got he's got all kinds of things that go on, and uh, you know, I I just believe that guy's going to end up getting himself disqualified. <laughs> and, you mean the Puerto uh, Rican pit bull is going to do something illegal? <laughs> No, never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then you got, uh, let's see. I don't know about the other two. Uh, I think I would end up end up pinning 
the uh, BCW Texas champion uh, wild card. And just getting that submission on Jackson, that would be that would be so good. Such a good feeling. So could, I'd could submit him. Living proof? I can see that. <laughs> well, bet. That is our three rounds of pin, submit, and DQ. And the last thing I have is, Mr. Mike, will you please let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you? You can find me on Facebook, which is uh, Mike Caldwell, just like just like it is right here by my uh, gimmick here. Um, that's what I actually that's that's how you can get me on TikTok or Facebook. My Twitter game is not that great. I'm not gonna put. I'm not gonna send anybody to Twitter. Um, and uh, but what I'm trying to get what we're trying to do is we're trying to get BCW growing and you can find, you can find us on YouTube at uh Bosal championship wrestling. You can find us on TikTok, BCW underscore pro. And you can find us on Facebook. It's uh, BCW pro wrestling. And I actually believe that the Instagram is at Terry Pantera. Bad. Well, I, I'll be a huge advocate because I'm a I'm a massive advocate for BCW, uh, especially because like, you know, not just because of the fact that we have like we have our own connection going on, but BCW definitely has a lot of good like good wrestling. And if you guys haven't seen some of the wrestlers out of Texas, like God forbid, you need to. And even in Oklahoma, like you gotta go check it out because they're building something so unique that you know you're not really finding it in any other places especially when you can see that three different places are all working together to build something bigger and is growing and you can see it. So please go check it out. Uh, Buzz Hall championship wrestling. It is so good. So lit. And we read out all the results in Maryland. That's how cool it is. Okay. We're, we're not on the third coast. We're on the East coast. All right. That's what we do over here. So, so what does that mean? Well, he gave you all the handles. He told you where you can find his promotion. He told you where you can find him. So just like every great part of a wrestling match, we got to take it home. Because this is the Three Count Podcast Presents, now entering 201. And I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And like every good Sherpa, you got to have somebody who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. And that's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering. And who's entering the ring? You see him right there. Okay? It's Mike Caldwell, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the founder, the greatest thing to come out of Buzzsaw Championship Wrestling. I don't care what anybody else got to say. Sorry, Jackson. I know you're the living proof, but this is it. So you guys know what to do. Tune in to the next episode and be there or... You're subscribing to this YouTube channel. You're following all of our handles, which are down here. You're buying our merch. You see that shirt right there in the middle. And you're buying our merch on ProWrestlingTees.com. And you're sharing this with all your friends. Or you're just waiting for this episode to end. You're waiting for the outro. And then you're choosing another episode to listen to. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to Twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod, 
Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to YouTube.com. Give us a subscribe. Turn the bell on. Turn on notifications. Leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast. And in there, you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. Oh, at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So. Show us some support, please.